Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Michelle, Dan, and Randy, tonight we have the Blues and the Golden Knights pregame at 8, faceoff at 9 on your home of the Blues, 101 ESPN, and Chris Kerber and Joey Vitale will be at the call. And Joey joins us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? Randy, doing great, guys. You're doing awesome today. Thanks for asking. Hey, by Monday morning, will the Blues be a playoff team? Oh, I think that's very safe to say yes. I think it's safe to say not only... Now, listen, you're, you're playing Vegas in a back-to-back this weekend, which is this is going to be a tough matchup, don't, don't get me wrong. But the Blues, uh, number one, have done very well against the Vegas Golden Knights, especially in their building. So the, the, the Blues have typically played them extremely well. So I think that I think they scratch and claw for a point or two, possibly. Uh, so that's number one, one reason why. Uh, but secondly, uh, the more important one, uh, not taking anything away from the Blues, you just need uh, three points of that magic number, as we all know. Either get three points or L.A. lose three points. Uh, and then on the flip side, who is L.A. playing? They have a back-to-back starting tonight versus the Colorado Avalanche. So to me, uh, that combination of the L.A. team uh, possibly losing a couple points here and there to the Colorado Avalanche and the Blues playing a good brain of hockey against the Vegas team they've had success against, I think by Monday we can, we can secure ourselves in the playoffs, and then now we can just scoreboard watch as far as who that first-round opponent's going to be. Okay, Joey, so when the Blues get to the playoffs, as we head to the playoffs, what's something about this team that gives you confidence and something that you're concerned about? Well, you know, it's. I think the thing that gives me confidence is dependent upon who our opponent is. I think, I think you got to look at your opponent first. Until you, it, it, it's easy to sit here and say, well, I like the Blues' chances for X, Y, and Z, but until you know their opponent, to me it's just kind of fluffy. You know, so let's just take, for example, which I think might happen. I think Colorado is actually going to leapfrog Vegas. I think the Blues are going to have a good weekend in Vegas. And I think Colorado, the fact they're playing the L.A. Kings four more times the rest of the year, not playing great teams. So I think the Colorado just two points, uh, four points behind Vegas with a game in hand. I actually think Colorado is going to leapfrog them. So let's just pretend. Let's just pretend that Colorado takes that number one hole and then the Blues squeeze in there at number four. You know, why do I like the chances against a Colorado team, for example? Let's just stick with that one. Well, I like the fact that Colorado lost Ian Cole. Derek Johnson's been hurt all year. They lost the door off. They lost three of their most physical players in the last year. So Colorado used to be able to beat you a lot of different ways. Well, one way they can't really beat you anymore is through physicality. So I think the Blues can certainly be more physical on the Sam Gerrards, on the Kale McCars, on the Nathan McKinnons, and, and I like the chances from a physical standpoint against that team. Not to mention the St. Louis Blues have out, believe it or not, the St. Louis Blues have outscored Colorado five on five this entire season. The only time that really the Blues got tripped up was when Colorado's power play gets on the ice, and they've gone on the ice a lot this season. Now, playoff hockey, as we all know, 
things get a little bit tighter. I even think around the league, it's starting to kind of have that playoff feel as far as what the refs are not, not calling and allowed to play. So I think as the playoffs come around the corner, you're going to see more five on five. So with the physicality, I think the Blues in their advantage, and then a lot more five-on-five plays throughout the playoffs as well. That, to me, Michelle, is why I really like this matchup against Colorado, if it turns out to be that way. Joey, when the team was really struggling, uh, Craig Berube was asked what he wanted to see out of Jordan Bennington, and I'm not sure we've given him enough credit, but he said, I want to see that swagger back in number 50, and and he's kind of gone on quietly on a little tear here. He's been pretty good. He's eighth among... Uh, the 30 in save percentage. He's fourth in uh, high danger save percentage. I don't know about you. I think that's one of the, uh, clearly one of the main keys, if not the number one key as this team goes into postseason play. Oh, it's going to be huge, Dan. It's going to be absolutely huge. And, and I really loved his game. I like the way it's trended over the last two to three weeks. He looks very calm and composed. You know, every more, every day of a game, uh, probably much like you, Dan, we, we talk to usually one or two players over Zoom. We used to, the old days, the old days, uh, you know, up until last year, you know, you go into the locker room, you kind of small talk with some players, you just get some great information and, and stuff that you can kind of fit, fit in the broadcast in a certain way. And, and that's what I miss most about throughout this pandemic was I miss, you know, being in that locker room and just small talking with guys, asking where they went for dinner last night, and just getting those small little, little tidbits that you can kind of fit and just get to know the players. Well, now with, with COVID, we're only allowed to talk to maybe one, maybe two players on a game day, usually after the morning skates, like we will this morning. Last week, I had a chance. We had a chance to all catch up with Justin Falk. And as, as Justin Falk left and all the you know broadcasters kind of exited the Zoom, I was kind of hanging around and just I forgot to get off it. And Mike Caruso, our PR guy, said, hey, I got Biddington here. You want to say hi? He wasn't playing that night. It was the night that Billy Huso was going to play. So he was kind of nonchalantly just going about a business around the meeting room. And he sat down with me, and we just chatted for like 25 minutes. And we talked about everything from my uh, my fanny pack to the weather <laughs> to the pandemic, and literally anything. And and I And I have to tell you, that conversation, as fun as it was, it, it really kind of gave me some insight on where this kid's demeanor is at and where his demeanor, his disposition, there's just a calmness about him. He, he, he feels like he, talking to him. You just, you wouldn't think that he's feeling any pressure at all. He had a smile. He was cracking jokes. And this is, this is a goaltender at the time last week that they're still fighting for that playoff spot. Right. And this team needed every, every ounce of wins they could find. So you would think the pressure would be mounting, but, just a very charismatic uh, appearance about him, uh, the way he was small talking, just having a good time. But that swagger you're talking about, Dan, that Craig Ruby wanted to see, uh, not only on the ice, but certainly off the ice, which to me is where this, where this goaltender really, really his, his game is built upon. From the ground up, it's his off-ice demeanor, it's his off-ice personality. When you bring that to the table, I think everything on the ice really takes care of itself. Joe Vitale has quickly become a very prolific father let's put it that way and your wife is a great mom prolific Mother, mom yeah Proli- prolific is a good word so on sunday it's mother's day pro tip from joe vitale to the listeners for mother's day a new dad uh, for mother's day what do you do for mother's day for the mom oh gosh i mean what, what don't you do i mean listen what uh what these moms go through uh, i watch my wife do it over and over and over but you know, if, if, if we were, if, if men were to carry babies, I swear we'd be extinct by now. There's no way, there's no way our, our, our civilization would be what it was. These women are so tough keeping, I mean, imagine having something kick around in your stomach and like, you know, as a living being, I just, to me, it just blows me away. So whatever the mom says, uh, the mom goes, it's a wonderful day to celebrate everything they do for you. As far as they just, you, overnight, you just put all 
your personal stuff aside, and then you just do nothing but care for a baby and care for children. And it never ends. It never ends. Even when they get older, right? You're still going to bed at night. And the last thought is, you know, generally, you know, you're worried about a kid or you're worried about this or the schedule for tomorrow. Um, so without question, just, just take care of the moms. I'm making, we're making dinner. We're getting together at my mom's house. We're going to celebrate all the moms across the board and um, just be grateful for them to carry, carry around for 10 months like they do for, for bringing up in the world. And uh, pretty amazing. You know, our, our kids, our kids, we have a bird nest, we have a bird nest uh, right outside our front door. This, I swear this, this bird's so stupid. We have a front door <laughs> we use about 30 times a day. And this mama bird decides to put a nest right on our reef, right on our front door. And where kids are constantly slamming that door, I'm like, this, this bird is nuts. But it kind of makes sense. I was thinking about it. The mom, talking about sacrifice, the mom probably realizes that I'm going to put a nest here because although it may be difficult for me, to deal with my, my, my babies, and I may lose a couple here and there, I think, I think the bird is smart because now it's keeping all the predators away because it knows that no predator is going to come around our front door because the constant, the constant humans coming in and out. So you look at what this mom has to do. Uh, I'm watching her. We, we've watched her all along for the last three weeks. Um, she, she brings food to the baby birds every day, and these birds are just going nuts, and the kids just get the biggest kick out of it. And it's a small example, but – you look at what that that mom's job is to keep those things alive. That, that's all they do. That's all they do is to keep that thing alive. I'll never forget bringing my first baby home. My wife was like, well, like, I guess what do we do? And the, the nurse looked at her, rubbed her shoulder and said, sweetheart, just keep that thing alive. That, that, is, that is your only job. And not to mention, they're kind of hard to kill. Like, like we're pretty resilient little things. But, um, you know, it is funny seeing the mom and bird. She just, she just puts food in the bird's mouth, which, you know, is kind of how we evolved where we used to be fed through our moms. A lot of people don't know this. This is why you kiss. People are always like, why do we kiss on the lips? It's kind of a weird thing. Why don't we touch ears? Why don't we, like, uh, rub elbows? Why, why is the sign of affection kissing? And believe it or not, mm. uh, there's a strong theory about this, that we kiss each other on the lips because that is the deepest sign of affection because we used to feed our children, as gross as it sounds, through our mouths. We used to do it just like birds did. A little robin so feeding action. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So we would, we would actually feed our, our children through our mouths. So now we've evolved where when you kiss someone, it's the ultimate sign of love because you're giving them nutrition and, and nourishment. So every next time you kiss your wife or kiss your mom on Mother's Day, think about that. Well, Joey, that was the question was, what do you do uh, for Mother's Day? And I guess I got to go uh, get a parakeet. Two <laughs> <laughs> birds. Don't that hard. Oh, yeah. Actually, don't do that for your wife. She, you, she, you may get kicked out into the doghouse. Okay. Although, I wasn't sure. Although I'm starting to, I'm starting to realize that the doghouse is actually the, the peaceful house in my house these days. <laughs> I actually... I actually prefer the doghouse over my own house sometimes. Joey, I was trying to think of a transition because you really took us <laughs> on, a, on a journey there about the birds Sorry. and kissing. But Sorry you know what? That. The transition, Joey, is love because you know who St. Louis loves is David Backus. And I wanted to talk to you about what could have been his final game here in St. Louis. It was such a special night, such a special scene. And um, even though David Backus captain that we all thought would hoist the Stanley Cup, even though he didn't get that moment. I was thinking about it, and so many of the players that have come through this organization that got the Blues there were better because of David Backus. His fingerprints were all over that run. Oh, man, it was awesome. I mean, listen, yeah, you're right. You're right, Michelle. It's a great point. I mean, look at the Alexander Steens. I mean, look at the Jaden Schwartzes. You look at this You look at this Steve Ott, who played with Backus, who's now the coach. So much, so much of the foundation of that championship team really kind of derived 
from the David Backus coming here. He spent a, he spent a decade here and the brand of hockey that he played, you know, I'll never forget Sidney Crosby coming to town and we would come on the, in the bus and my first trip back here. And we were talking about St. Louis and, and he just constantly would always say like, God, I can't wait for this one to be over. I can't stand playing against Backus and Jackman. Those are the, that, that was the duo, the best player in the world could not stand. And David Backus really represented everything that blues hockey was all about as far as how, how, how just, courageous he was as a leader and how he just he didn't care who you were he just wanted to stick you and he wanted to be so difficult to play against he had so much pride shutting down the other team's best and i think that he the thing about david back is he had a, a wonderful balance from what i understand he had a wonderful balance of being a great leader in the locker room but also being very close to the coach usually it's one or the other like it's very hard to walk that line where you're the coach's buddy but you're also good with the guys. Because if your coach's buddy, the guy's like, oh, my God, what, what a coach's pet or what a teacher's pet, right? But then it's the flip side. If, if you're just good with the guys and the coach sees that, then it's hard to get that communication from the coach to the captain, the captain to the players. But he walked this really fine line where he had respect from both sides, which was awesome. I mean, I think the emotions of seeing David Perron hug him at the end there, I mean, he had so many good good contacts as far as players that are still on this team. Uh, and not to mention just the emotions itself. I mean, look at, look at him on the bench. Um, just, you know, fighting back tears. His mom and dad come out, uh, kind of went really full circle for him. But, um, you know, one thing about David, I think we could all take away from, and actually take, take, taking the Mother's Day, you know, the, the emotions and his, his, his ability just to cry. I think that's a good thing. Like, he's an emotional guy. I'll never forget in 2016 when he lost to the Sharks and he was just in tears. And, and that still kind of gives me goosebumps, you know. So, so, guys out there, if David Backus can cry, I think you can cry. So, go out there, show some emotion this weekend, and tell your mom you love her. Absolutely. Joey V, always great to talk to you. We'll be tuned in tonight. Have a great weekend. Have a happy Mother's Day, and we will talk to you next week. Absolutely, guys. Have a great weekend as well. Good talking to you. Thank you. That is Joe Vitale with us on 101 ESPN. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Ladies, we know what we want from our birth control. But what about what's in our birth control? That's why I chose the 100% hormone-free Paragard intrauterine copper contraceptive. It's the only birth control that uses just one simple active ingredient to prevent pregnancy over 99% of the time, with no hormones and no daily routines. Paragard is a small IUD that prevents pregnancy for up to 10 years using copper. Ready to get what you want? Talk to your healthcare provider to see if Paragard could be right for you. Don't use if you have a pelvic infection, including PID, get infections easily, certain cancers, Wilson's disease, or a copper allergy. Pregnancy is rare but can be life-threatening and cause infertility or loss of pregnancy. Paragard may attach to or go through the uterus. Tell your healthcare provider if you miss a period, have abdominal pain, or it comes out. At first, periods may become heavier and longer with spotting in between. It won't protect against HIV or STDs. For product information or to learn more, visit Paragard.com.